Hey, this is Tom Matthews, and you're listening to the Horror Homeschool Podcast. And remember, fuck you, Jason. Welcome back to Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris. And I'm Chris. I'm just kidding. I'm Ashley. <laughs> Throw me off there. <laughs> start, don't start the new year off like this. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I'm feeling fragile at the moment. you got to work with me on this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you doing, Ashley? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm fucking shit, mate. But <laughs> I won't get into that as personal stuff. Uh, but yeah. I am very excited for this distraction of the podcast. Um, it's times like this that I appreciate it. And I appreciate horror movies. I love getting lost in these oh, yeah. up fantasy worlds. <laughs> so I'm excited to talk about this movie very much so. Uh, mostly because it's been a while since a movie excited me like this one which we'll get into. Um, we're here to talk about Terrifier. Um, so uh, I'm going to take the reins with this one because, as you know, I adore it and okay. you've never seen it before. So I have seen I, I it before. That is the one that I've seen. Right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get into that in a bit. Okay. We'll explain, explain to the listeners why we don't know what we're talking about here at the moment. <laughs> so Terrifier. So this movie... It had its initial release, uh, a one-off showing at a film festival in America on the 15th of October 2016. However, it then didn't get an official worldwide release until two years later in 2018. And even then, it didn't show in theatres. It just went straight to DVD, Blu-ray and streaming. So it really went under the radar, huh? Yeah, it literally did. And in some places in Europe... It was only just released last year in 2022 oh, wow. and only just released in France. It streamed there for the first time on January the 4th, 2023. See, I feel like so, French people will really like this film. I, this is what I'm, I am totally being stereotypical and I'm so sorry, but I watched this <laughs> well, show called sit there Basket. With fra- French berries and baguettes. <laughs> I was going to say, cause like, in this show called Baskets with uh, Zach Galifianakis, he goes to France to to go to like a clown school, <laughs> and like the oh, whole oh, it's the whole mime thing, the yeah. whole mime clown thing. So I, I was like, maybe French people would like this because that's exactly what that is. <laughs> that's a very good point. I'd like to see the French reviews. Um, actually, we'll, we'll go into that in the trivia. I'll just mention that now while you've said about it. So David Howard Thornton who obviously plays Art the Clown, 
he actually has previous mime experience. So really? Well, I mean, that definitely shows for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so this movie is written and directed by Damien Leone. Uh, this man is a modern-day carpenter, in my opinion. I love him. Oh. Um, oh, wow. That's a... It's a bold claim, I know. That is a bold claim. I, Yeah, I will get into how much I love these movies. <laughs> so, so the synopsis is... On Halloween night, Tara Hayes finds herself as the obsession of a sadistic murderer known as Art the Clown. Very simple. Just how I like it. I've got a bunch of trivia to run through for this because there's some fun stuff to talk about. Um, So, as I've already mentioned, David Howard Thornton, he portrays Art the Clown. So, he was actually the sixth person who auditioned for the role. And he did the audition by miming tasting his beheaded victim's blood mm. and then adding salt to it to improve its flavor that and is that is what that's what won him the role uh, that little humorous streak that really matters um and a director writer sorry go on oh, i was just gonna say i cannot picture anybody else playing this mm, character well, I, i'll get into that as well he's not actually the first person who has uh, played Art the Clown. Yeah, um, no, I know that, yeah. So, yeah, he's previously appeared, Art the Clown, um, in two, technically three, short films prior to this. So this is going to get a little complicated, so I'm going to do my best to explain it as simply as I can. So Art's first appearance was in the 2011 short film, also called Terrifier, in that short film art was played by mike gianelli um so that movie was then edited as a segment into the 2013 anthology movie all hallows eve it's um it's a very unusual movie and i say that in air quotes because it's a strange structure so it's basically you have a brand new wraparound story that's filmed for that movie and then you get a new short and two short old films So the basic premise for the movie is you follow a story of a babysitter who's watching two kids for the night. Uh, The babysitter is actually played by the actor who plays the TV interviewer, Monica Brown, in Terrify 1 and 2. Um, The blue-eyed? Yeah, the the redhead. Yeah, so she plays the babysitter in All Hallows' Eve. Uh, And in this movie, she sits down and she watches three short films that we get to see as well. So the first one is actually Damien Leone's first movie he ever made, and it shows. Um, It's called The Ninth Circle, which he made in 2008. Um, It's weird, it's boring, it's super low budget, and art looks really weird and nowhere near as funny and creepy as we see him now. And the second short uh, was actually made specifically for All Hallows' Eve, and possibly even worse than that, it's really random. There's there's no Art the Clown, and it's literally like a bad B-movie alien home invasion story, um, but it's really bad and, like, not bad in a good way. Um, and then the third one is actually Terrifier 2011, which I think is really awesome. I love it. Um, you can tell that he had something special with it, and I understand why he wanted to keep trying to push Art the Clown. Um, and then it goes back to the babysitter watching the movie in the house. And then Art the Clown ends up actually crawling out of the TV, like the ring style, 
murders mm. the children and that end part is actually really cool um but yeah all hallows eve i'd say it's only worth a watch to see the terrified 2011 short which you can just watch on its own anyway um but yeah i honestly thought that you'd seen that and that's what sort of put you off watching this right the next part of trivia is writer director damien leone actively made art the clown as different from it's pennywise as possible so he doesn't have hair he isn't colorful he doesn't speak um i think that those choices are really effective definitely yeah i do too um so uh the latex face mold for art the clown was actually the same used by michael gianelli in all hallows eve um and it's been modified to fit david howard face uh, they wanted to try and keep the continuity so art mm-hmm. looked the same because technically this is a sequel to that mm. um, uh, because there's actually a moment in this where he uses something that's in Terrifier 2011. So, you know, the circus sign that art uses mm-hmm. when he's like stage, staging Tara's body with the fairy lights to be discovered mm-hmm. by a sister. Um, it's actually a hitchhiking sign um, that he's using. It's a pretty funny gag. So, in terrifier 2011 he's chasing this girl um and then she's trying to flee him she's trying to drive away and she passes him just on the side of the road like trying to hitch a ride like holding the sign for like the circus mm. like hitchhiker sign um and he's like thumbing for a ride really good scene um I'd i maybe would like die to if i saw that on the side <laughs> of the road <sighs> i'd maybe like to do that as like a patreon one day maybe we should cover that for halloween or something Oh, I thought you were saying that yeah. you wanted to go stand on the side of the road with clown makeup on and circus for the Patreon. And I was like, um, I'm good. <laughs> we could do that too. <laughs> do like a live stream. Um, yeah, a live stream of somebody swerving and hitting you. Cause you could... <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember that weird moment? I can't remember what year it was, but it feels like 2016. It was this killer clown thing? Yes, like, 2016. Just a little tangent. The world ended in 2012, and then in 2016, we shifted into a different dimension or a different universe. And then we've already shifted probably like once or twice since then. But 2016 itself was a fucking weird, 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 weird year. The FBI just heard our conversation about the killer clown conspiracy theory. Uh, oops. <laughs> Let's we, got too, that. we got too close <laughs> to the truth, Ashley. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Some real X Files shit going on. Um, Lone gunman. Right. <laughs> right, so we're back. Recording. Uh, okay, so yeah, 2016, blah, blah, blah. But go ahead, we'll finish up ne- on there. <laughs> Next bit of trivia. So once I tell you this, you can never unhear it. Like, oh, no. I. I can't see anything else when I look at Art the Clown now. So David Howard Thornton describes Art as an evil Mr. Bean. Basically, if Mr. If Mr. Bean was to lose it, he would basically be Art the Clown. <laughs> it's so I could, yeah, I, that's... I could definitely see that. <laughs> said that he was also inspired by other silent physical actors, such as Charlie Chaplin, Buster yeah. Keaton, Lon Chaney, Doug Jones and Jim Carrey. Nice. I also picked up on um, the gentleman vibes, you know, from Buffy. Mm-hmm. It gave me a lot of that. I think 
if I ever met him, I'd ask him if he was a Buffy fan or if he watched this, you know, the the episode. What was it called? That one was the, a gentleman. It, it was called the gentleman. Is it? I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's a great, great episode. That, but yeah, I just watched yeah. that one recently. Actually, everyone there is silent in it, and there's a lot of miming going on. I love it. <laughs> um, and next bit of trivia: the ambulance that drives past Dawn as she listens to the radio broadcast in the car was unplanned. That was actually a real ambulance that drove by. Oh, it was pretty it actually cool. kind of. Uh, well, it worked perfectly. Didn't it was, <laughs> yeah, it worked perfectly. Jenna Cannell who played Tara, insisted on remaining tied up in between takes of the scene <gasps> so no. that she would feel psychologically as if she was tied up when filming. Um, and I say, hey, let people do what they like. No kink shaming here. Uh, <laughs> if that's what she's into. Um, so this is cool. The underground tunnels used in the film were part of the abandoned Seaview Hospital located at Willowbrook on Staten Island, New York. Um, this was one of the largest tuberculosis sanitariums mm-hmm. in the U.S. Yep. Um, these tunnels we used, they were used to transport the dead out of sight of the other patients as they were to be cremated. Um, and I'm pretty sure Ghost Adventures have actually done an episode there. Correct me if I'm wrong, Field Mouse. He's the only other huge Ghost Adventures fan of no other than me. Um, uh, the jack-o'-lantern shown in the pizza parlor is CGI. So director Damien Leone said he wanted the scene to have a more Halloween feel to it. So he added it in post-production. I mean, that's just insane to me because I did not notice that that pumpkin was CGI. Mm -mm. But I suppose that you wouldn't think that. So you wouldn't look for it, would you? (laughs) But I'm glad they did it, though, because it really worked, didn't it? Um, Mm -hmm. The scene in the pizza parlor was filmed at Andy's Deer Hills Pizzeria in Deer Park, New York which closed its doors for business in October 2017, which I think is really sad because I'm a big fan of visiting movie filming locations and pizza, and I would have loved to have visited there one day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, The scene in the pizza restaurant was originally meant to take place in a burger restaurant, but Damien Leone changed this when he realised that both Jenna Cannell and Catherine Cochran are vegetarian. Hmm. I love. I like the pizza. Yeah, I love Damien even more now because he's being inclusive and accommodating to the vegetarians, <laughs> and that's very sick. And and plus, he's not so far. We haven't heard anything about him being a creep because most, you know, how like <laughs> all these horror directors and stuff like that are are creeps. A lot of them tend to be. Um, we have heard horror stories, no pun intended. But no, Damien Leone seems like a really fucking cool guy. Um, and I'm kicking myself, man, because him and David Hound Thornton. We're at the Horicon in October. That oh, was just being seen. And at that point, I hadn't seen Terrifier, so I wasn't bothered about meeting them. But they were like right there next to me, and I could have met them. Um, but yeah, I love them both now. Uh, during the tunnel scene with the cat lady, um, portrayed by Puya Machini, uh, while Art the Clown is holding her doll Emily, David Howard Thornton found her performance so emotionally impactful it caused him to cry. Oh, yeah, that was a sad scene. <laughs> it was effective, wasn't it? Um, David Howard Thornton, while on break filming, spotted two women arguing in the street. He decided to wave at them in full makeup and costume. <gasps> <just to freak gasps> <them out. laughs> oh, I would have died. 
<laughs> There's n- n- he was doing photo ops in full art the clown costume at this con I was at and he was just walking through the crowd dressed like that and I mean I hadn't seen the film at this point and it was scary so <laughs> um, David Howard Thornton's favourite fictional character is the Joker and he hopes to one day to portray him oh, that would be dope Jenna Cannell, who played Tara, performed all of her own stunts in the film. Oh, wow. And then this is a a horrendous piece of trivia to end on. So (laughs) when in the full body mold for the hacksaw scene when it was being created, actress Catherine Cochran became trapped for almost an hour. (gasps) This was due to her removing too much of the separation agent and it almost landed her in the ER. (gasps) <gasps> oh man fucking horrible like i'm claustrophobic and that just sounds like my worst nightmare oh i know me too like, i panic when i can't get a jumper off my head sometimes you know when it gets stuck in the hole oh me I'm too like, <laughs> I'm like, i i panic <laughs> i can't breathe if i if i can't get a piece of jewelry off i panic <laughs> and if kevin's not around i sometimes will just break it like seriously, I have broken so many necclaces and bracelets and stuff because I start to feel super claustrophobic. So I get oh, it. I hate it. I'll tell you just a quick little story onto why I am claustrophobic. So I have childhood trauma. Um, do you have bouncy castles over there, or do you call them something? Oh different? yeah, no, we call them bouncy castles. Yeah, bouncy castles. Right. Or, so I yeah. was at a children's birthday party when I was a kid. And I was on this bouncy castle and it was at the end of the day when they were packing away the party and they were deflating the bouncy castle. Mm-mm. I thought it'd be a great idea to stay on it. Mm-mm. I got trapped in it as it was folding in on me and deflating. And it was like quicksand. I couldn't get out and it was fucking terrifying. How did, how did you get out? I screamed for help and a parent came and helped me out. Oh, um, good. <laughs> yeah. That was a traumatic childhood memory that stuck with me and scarred me for life. So that's why I'm claustrophobic. I would tell you why I'm claustrophobic, but I feel like people would take would think that I was horribly abused as a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll save that one for the Patreon. Um, <laughs> so let's let's just dive into this movie then. What is your relationship with this movie? Um, Actually, no, you know what? I want to go first because I have, no cl- I have no clue what you think about this. You know what I think about this. So I'll just gush about it a bit first okay. and, and then we'll get into it. So obviously you've not seen it. Yeah, so I did watch this. No, no, no. I started to watch it and I remember parts and bits of it, but I don't. And I was telling Kevin this. I think I watched this prior to liking horror movies or being able to stand watching horror movies so i think i started getting a little squeamish and i think i watched this movie that we're talking about here today yes right so it wasn't all hallows eve okay because i thought that it was all hallows eve you were talking about so i thought it was too but then as i was watching um watching it last night and i was like oh no i have seen parts of this movie Okay. Because okay. I, I recognized Cause... the girl and I rec- I remember the pizza place and oh, all that. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. To be honest though, it is quite similar. The 2011 short Terrifier, it kind of uses the same setup. Like there's a whole 
takeout place that he goes in and he mm-hmm. fucks up a bathroom in there and there's similar deaths and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I've seen it multiple times. However, um, I've only seen it for the first time recently, um, literally last year, at the tail end of last year. Um, all this buzz about Terrified 2, so controversial, people were throwing up and passing out in the cinema. And I was like, I'm going to have to watch this movie, but I'm going to have to see the first one first, right? Um, uh, and I've always put it off because I've been like, oh, it's going to be dead gory and it's going to be like torture porn. And it's just not my vibe at all, that whole thing. You know, I thought it's going to be like hostile or something like that. Um, but I was so wrong. Like, And I chose to talk about these movies with you because it's been a long time since I've been so excited about a new horror movie. Like, you know, I just, I love to rewatch old 70s, 80s, 90s slashes, and that's about it. Like, nothing new has come along in ages that I've really loved. Um, as you know, it takes a certain type of film to impress me, uh, to, like, truly love it. <laughs> like, it takes something special for me to give a movie, like, a 10 out of 10, which is what I gave this. Um, and I look back on my letterbox, and it's actually been five years since I rated a horror movie a 10 out of 10 um, prior to this. It was It in 2017. Um, And a slasher movie, I've got no idea, probably decades before. But yeah, I was blown away by Terrify the first time I saw it. Um, It was just... It was one of those films that like just gave me gave me a feeling that I've I've not had in a while. Like um I was, you know, I, I was just wrong about my preconception was wrong. I thought it was something different than it actually was. I just loved the whole vibe to this. It was right on my street, like the feel to it. It felt like an old eighties low budget indie slasher. Like I love the music, the kills, but most of all, I fell in love with Art the Clown. And in my opinion, a new slasher icon was born with this movie. Um, it also genuinely scared me. It didn't just gross me out, but it actually scared me as well. Like, it made me creeped out to be, like, walking around the house alone at night afterwards. Like, it played on my mind big time. And it had been a long time since a horror movie did that to me. And even longer since a slasher did. Um, so, yeah, those are my initial thoughts. Tell me, Ashley, your relationship with this movie. What do you think of it? Okay, so like I said, prior prior to me actually like watching horror films, I have tried to watch certain ones, and then like I would just leave or get too queasy. And I think this is so. This is one of them. Um, so Kevin watched them, and he, or Kevin watched it. He doesn't really care for it, but um, so we sat down and watched it yesterday. And for those who don't know, I always sit down to eat and watch movies. (laughs) Not a wise idea. I was like, I was like, okay, we can stay and watch. Maybe we can watch Terrifier later. And Kevin was like, well, I thought we could eat lunch and watch it right now. And I was like, okay, it doesn't bother me that much. This one, I was. I just say, don't don't do the same with Terrifier two. Trust me. Just don't. It's even worse. Like, ten times worse. Well, I mean, I have eaten while watching Saw, so... Mm, I mean, it's worse. Trust me. <laughs> but anyway, so we watched it, and I actually, I really did enjoy it. I liked Yay! it a lot. I'm um, so happy. <laughs> I was really worried you wouldn't like it. Because, like, I... 
recently yeah. we've been at such opposite ends of films I we've know. been watching. It's been very and been weird. Like, Dude, what's going on? Should we carry on this podcast? We're so different in our opinions and our tastes. <laughs> so I'm very happy to hear that you liked it. I thought it was so creepy. And but here's my other thing. I enjoyed it so much. I found so much humor in it. Oh, I was so funny. I was laughing so much. I was like, yes. I am so evil for laughing. No, that's the point. That's why it's so good. Oh, um, it's so, funny. so there's an episode of Seinfeld where one of the this like quote unquote crazy guy dresses up as one of these like French sad clowns. So like the whole time I was thinking about that, I was like, the character on Seinfeld is like insane like he's mean and stuff and I was like that'd be really funny if like he was killing these people but anyway so I just like the scenes where she was like hiding under whatever and then you just see his big giant (laughs) 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 but yeah so I, I mean I found him I found him really really creepy and I found those girls to be so annoying and so stupid and but, like, I hate clowns. I hate mimes. I hate jesters. I hate jokers. All that stuff. But, like, you know, obviously I hate it because it's creepy. And he did a really good job at being insanely creepy. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm really happy you enjoyed it. Um, let's get into highlights then. Let's talk about stuff we liked. Um, first off the bat, I've got to mention how much I love the score by Paul Wiley um it's carpenter level for me like i was uh i was vibing definitely carpenter influence like the Mm -hmm. repetitive piano the strings Mm -hmm. the synth like and then you get slight stranger things vibes like especially when victoria discovers tara Mm -hmm. and the stranger things vibes get even more intensified in the second one uh but yeah i was that was one of the things that impressed me the most about it was the score. I was just like, yes, this is my my vibe, this. Um, and it, it works so well with, like, the, the aesthetics of it, the atmosphere, the cinematography. I was going to say, yeah, all of that was really good. Like, I really enjoyed it. I felt it was a little slow, but I think mainly, I mean, there's not really, with this kind of film, there's really not a plot. There's not really a story to follow. It's just literally some guy just chasing a you know, check. Yeah, that's the that's the um, best story. That's what I want. But I, mean, I felt like it was a little slow. But I think that's probably just because you know my ADHD is like okay, <laughs> just just slash 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 I, slash. Honestly, slash, I honestly, I like. I think the pacing was fucking great. Like it goes off from the start, like, and it never really lets up. Like I don't get bored at any point during this. I think it's got great pacing. But I think part of the reason why it has to be a little bit like slow is just because he taunts you know like he has to get in his his fun times first before he <laughs> yeah well <laughs> there's lots of kills. like there's lots of tension building in this and and that's another reason why i love it so much and why i compare him to carpenter is because honestly i know it's weird to hold it up like that and compare it to halloween but it does compare to that for me like in the tension building and the direction skills and the choice of the camera angles and, and like the way everything plays out, it's all quite Halloween-y mm-hmm. in, in the decision to tension build in that way. 
and that's that's what yeah, I yeah I got Halloween vibes for sure. It just did a really good job of tension building, and then balancing that with the comedy aspects, it was really oh, well man. done. So um, and this the, the simple premise as well. That's the beauty of this one for me. It's just like Halloween again. It just it focuses on the suspense and the atmosphere. That's actually where the second one kind of strays away and goes in a totally different way. Uh, the story's a lot different. It introduces a lot more new ideas, which didn't land with me on the first watch. Uh, but for this one, I love the simplicity of it. And it's all about the performances, the atmosphere and the kills. It's just so good. It's just so entertaining for me. Um, should we talk about favorite kills? It's hard because there was a lot of really good ones. <laughs> I mean, there's one that obviously just sticks out above all, though, right? It's my favorite. I mean, obviously, that one is going to be take the cake for all the horrors. <laughs> the upside down naked chainsaw kill. Yes, I that, mean, that was intense. That's one of the most brutal kills I've ever seen. Like, that is one for the horror movie history books, for sure. It's just insane isn't it it's (laughs) it's insane it's improbable like it that like there's no way that that thing is sharp enough to cut through human oh it's not even a chainsaw is it it's just a hacksaw yeah there's no way like that would take either (laughs) like something so sharp and it would take hours i have a a saw that i use to chop up wood in my garden and it's quite similar to the one art uses on her and let me tell you getting through wood it's tough so i mean trying to get through a person that's not going to be easy. <laughs> but, you know, it's a horror slasher film. So, but yeah, yeah no, that was wild. I was like, because I like she was hanging upside down and I was like, oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Please tell me. No. Oh, no. <laughs> and the then I started that... squirming and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the way that he's got her covered up as well by a sheet. And obviously she's got the tape over her mouth, so she can't make a sound. And Tara's just sat there on, on the chair. Uh-huh. And then he just reveals it because he fucks with her first and makes him think that he's going to cut her neck open with the hacksaw. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, no, I have a show for you. Uh, and then pulls off the, the cover and reveals her uh, upside down. Yeah. And then just gets the saw straight down the middle. I mean, fuck, that is brutal as hell. I mean, this movie has the girls crossing their legs. The next one has the guys crossing theirs. Trust oh. me. Um, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th- there is so many great ones. I also really like the one in the um, the pizza place. Yeah, uh, I don't actually. Do you actually see the kill? I lo- I just love the aftermath. It's very no. ha- Halloween twenty eighteen with the car coming yeah. ahead. You know the one that Kevin has from uh-huh. Trick or Treat Studios. In fact, they must have taken that from Terrifier, right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Naughty Halloween. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love that. I think that's I think that's iconic. Um I can't think of any any more kills in this that you liked. Um I mean Tara what was the main the brown hair's chick's name? Tara, I think. Tara. First of all, Kevin pointed out I like I first of all was like, oh she kind of looks like Neve Campbell or Neve yes, Campbell. Yes. And then think Kevin the same thing. Kevin was like, no, she looks like a young Alanis Morissette. And she does. She looks way more like Alanis than she does Neve Campbell. Right. Uh, 
But her kill was okay. Like, I mean, I like the fact that he kind of tortured her, but then he, like, shot her, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm, See, that's the thing. I don't actually like her kill. I think, like, it was... It was not just for her character. Like, I really wanted her to be the final girl. Like, I really like her as a character in this. And I just think it's just unfair for her just to, like, end up just getting shot in the head when she put up such a good fight. It was a good chase scene. Like, she deserves so much more than just getting shot in the head. Like, you know, she was good up to that point. And, like... But it is good in a way because you don't expect that. Like, you think she's going to be the final girl. And it's like, oh... Oh, she's dead now. But yeah, I, I love. Really... I loved when he dressed up, or he had uh, the chick's hair on him, and he's like laying down, and she's like, "Oh my god, Tara, the sister!" And then <laughs> it's oh. him, surprise, bitch. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> fucked, wasn't it? Because he ripped off her tits as well and put it on him. Oh yes. <sighs> I mean, yeah. That I mean, that scene was obviously it was fucked up and, and quite scary, but. I mean, I don't, it's a dangerous territory to go in, but I was also thinking, like, is this, is this cool or not? Like, is this a bit problematic? You know, like, because there is a lot of, um, you know, damaging, like, ways that horror movies portray trans people Mm -hmm. as being, like, the scary villain or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, So I, I wasn't sure on that, whether that was, like, cool or not, or how it was meant to be taken. But either way, it was... It was an effective scene. Um, uh, yeah, I I'm not I, sure. I mentioned that yeah. to Abby, and she was like, "No, no, it wasn't meant to be taken that way." Like, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, on that one. <laughs> given that I'm not a trans person, you know, yeah, I'm not sure. We can't comment. I guess I wouldn't be able to know if yeah. if that would be offensive to them. You know, I don't want things to be offensive, and I don't want things to you know hurt them. So I'm not sure. But like, yeah. So I had an issue with. Um, that movie was it welcome to ghostland did i tell you about that movie oh yeah oh that's a film isn't it fuck yeah Yeah. and that one really kind of bugged me because it did the same thing it did but it also added like the level of like oh this person has a mental illness and therefore he's going to kill you you know Mm. kind of stuff so that that stuff does kind of get like a little bit overused but that's I just feel I don't know like I think it was meant to me personally my opinion is I felt like it was meant to be just super unsettling and creepy yeah it was meant to be comedic as well it wasn't actually meant to I don't know it's dangerous territory to get into. yeah <laughs> let's, let's move on but if anyone has any opinions about that scene we would actually like to hear from you um yeah and if we ever say anything that's like yeah, don't we, don't, we don't know. I mean, Please don't cancel us. us, but you know, <laughs> we don't us. want to be cancelled. <laughs> but um, what else? Where were we? We've we've strayed from that. We're talking about favorite kills. We've done that. Uh, favorite character. Tara was one of my favorite characters. I really loved her. Um, yeah, I liked her the too. Final girl. I liked her skeleton costume. I loved her aesthetic. I liked the haircut, just, the goth yeah. makeup, the dark lips. My uh, one of my friends actually wore that almost that exact outfit this past year. Oh, for cool. Halloween, and then basically Kevin was the male version of her for <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> uh, but she's actually in the new Nicolas Cage vampire movie, Renfield. <gasps> I know you're super stoked for. Oh her, my but... god, I cannot fucking wait. But Except I she... don't. Oh, sorry. Go I was just gonna say when she popped up in the trailer, I was like, oh, cool, like because I wanted to see her in something else, you know? Because yeah. usually these like indie actors, they just kind of pop up and then you never hear from them again. But it's cool yeah. that she's working still. 
you got in a movie that big. Yeah. Um, something that I really enjoyed in this one too was oh, I liked just the way that the, the everything looked like the kills mm-hmm. and everything. And it wasn't super realistic, but it wasn't like super cheese. I felt like it had a pretty good level of camp. Yeah. But oh, definitely. Not over the top camp. Yeah. I mean, if you want something completely on the other scale, watch the other movie that David Hounsworth has just been in, the mean one. The uh, the Grinch, the Grinch one, horror no, par- parody. Honestly, it's so terrible. It's amazing. Like I loved it, uh, but that's like on the other end of the scale. Like completely, like self aware, over the top. Um, you know, campus fuck. I mean, the the gore in that is actually all CGI. Like nothing is practical, and it looks so fake and ridiculous. It looks like it's done on like Microsoft Paint or something. Oh <laughs> my god. Ridiculous. But yeah, in this movie, it's really well done. Like, it it does a really good job of, like, knowing what kind of a film that it is. Like, like you say, it it's, it's on the right side of being self-aware and quite camp, but also terrifying, no pun intended. Yeah. I liked the... Whatever filter they used to film it, too. I thought that yeah. was really cool. It was almost, like, grainy as well, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Added to the 80s feel. Like it, it oh, was all yeah. like um, a certain like tone as well, mm-hmm. you know, like all the same kind of um, color palette. It's got its own identity. This movie. Um, who was your favorite character? I mean, obviously Art the Clown, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, I actually liked the um, the bald guy, uh, Mike. <laughs> okay, I wasn't expecting that. Because okay, so. I, the girls were just idiots. Those girls pissed me off and made me so angry. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote in my notes, I was like, I'm not trying to victim blame, but these girls had every opportunity <laughs> to not be in the situation that they're in. <laughs> true. But I mean, just to slightly digress, uh, you just mentioned the, um, well, I loved the blonde bimbo. I loved Dawn. Like I thought she played the drunk bimbo really well. She did. And I think... I- she like played the, it so well that it pissed me off. I liked her slutty scarecrow costume as well. Like everything about that was so accurate. I loved it. Like the selfies and everything. <laughs> but so you tell me know, about whenever, Mike. Why'd you like Mike? I don't know. Like so, whenever he first comes on, like she's like, "Oh, I have to pee," and I was like, "Oh man, this guy's gonna be a total creep." Because I don't know. Like I think every well, guy's yeah. a creep until I every, meet them. Everything about or until that I know situation them. could have gone very, very differently. <laughs> And he ended up just being like this randomly just super nice guy just wanting to do his job. And then <laughs> and then even whenever he's hurt, he's still trying to save this other chick who yeah. he has no idea who she is. That's and, a very good point. Very good point. And then he like, ends up dying saving yeah. her. So, I guess, yeah. I guess Mike kind of falls into the background for me. And also, like, he's not a very good actor at all. <laughs> so that kind of puts me off him. Um. But yeah, I love I love Tara. I love uh, I love Dawn. Right, let's talk about Art the Clown. Everything about him it just screams horror icon to me. He's terrifying. Again, no pun intended. His mannerisms, the fact that he's mute and that he mimes everything with that creepy, scary smile on his face, like it's just so effective. Like I love the fact that they chose to make him a silent killer clown. It just works so much more effectively. Like, I didn't actually realize that that was the shtick before I watched these films. Like, 
And I think it would have appealed to me more if I'd have known that beforehand. Because when when the movie started and he he appeared, I was like, oh, he's he's silent. Oh, that's that's cool. I like that a lot. I like the um, fact that he's even silent whenever she stabs him. Yes, he's like Michael and Jason. Like they don't really actually. Jason makes a sound more than Michael, doesn't he? If he gets hurt, um, Michael barely grunts, doesn't he? If if he yeah. ever gets hurt. But yeah, the, the fact that he remains silent even when he's getting like shot and stuff and like hacked up that's that's scary that's weird i just love the fact too that you don't know like is he human is he just an insane dude is he a demon is he like what slender man was based off of like this is i mean this gets this gets explained well no it doesn't get explained it gets explored more in terrifier 2 um <clears throat> I really hope they don't ever do an origin or a backstory for him because oh, that's too. what makes him scary. That's why <clears throat> excuse me. That's why I'm I keep going back to like Halloween and stuff. This movie gives me that same feeling where it's like it's just this psychopath. We don't know why. He just is. He's just a force of nature and he's also a genuine fucking threat. Like when he enters the room you're fucked. Like, every time a character gets near him, you're just like, oh, you're fucked. You're not going to get away. Like, <laughs> there's no way. Oh, like, yeah, he, he shows no sort of nothing. I mean, I don't think any of these killers that we like really show any t- type of, like, you know, like, hesitation or mercy or anything. But I feel like you have no chance with him. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, when he enters the room, you just know that that's it. There's, there's no way, like, and then he'll come at you when you're least expecting, and then he'll just fucking go to town on you. Like, he's just brutal. Like, I'd fancy my chances a bit against, like, Michael Myers, possibly even Jason Voorhees, but Art the Clown, not a fucking chance. Like, he scares was, the shit out of me. <laughs> I was telling Kevin that he would be a very silent serial killer, because, like, he will just, I'll be cooking dinner, and he'll just, like, like come up behind me and just stand and I won't hear him and I'll look over my shoulder and he's right there and I just like want to die because he just scares the crap out of me <laughs> and at this point he's not wearing the Michael Myers mask sometimes he is <laughs> that's scary <laughs> but and yeah and also like as a dichotomy to that being genuinely a threat and a, and a scary threat he's so funny and I love him so much like I was laughing, I was laughing so hard. I was like, "Oh my god!" So I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I would have such a hard time, like running from him because I would just be like, dude, you're in clown makeup. You <laughs> 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 you y- have big giant shoes on." <laughs> but he's such a scary fucking looking clown. Like, definitely the scariest clown I've ever seen. And I'm not scared of clowns. I don't have it. I know you are, and a lot of people are. But like. I've never had a thing like it's funny like when I was a kid like my parents used to despair because they used to ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up and I'd always say a clown Um, so I've I've always had these this thing about clowns I love them not being scared just love them but this clown is fucking scary looking <laughs> it's them my... teeth like and just the fact he's just black and white and it oh it's just fucking it's terrifying I know I keep saying that word but <laughs> it is but that yeah, my scene best, as well. Sorry, my best friend growing up, 
Um, she loved those porcelain clown dolls. Oh, that's so creepy. <laughs> and her whole room was just plastered in them. And I would have such a hard time spending the night over there because I'm like, these dolls are going to come and kill me in the middle of the night. <laughs> but yeah, Art the Clown, fucking icon. He's so funny. Like, and that, that scene as well where like, um, Dawn's in the car and she's on her own while Tara's inside going for a wee. And she's just heard and, and on the radio and she's like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe like what I've just heard on the radio. And Art just like sits in the car next to her and just smiles at her. And I just yeah. laugh out loud every time. It's amazing. <laughs> it's just his look. That that news, <laughs> that news like made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I mean, just, these two guys were slaughtered just moments ago. <laughs> People don't announce things like that on the radio. <laughs> There's a murderer's clown. Oh my god, I would yeah. die. I would be like, all right, <laughs> I'm out, guys. Yeah. Um, and another funny art scene is when he's just honking his horn at Victoria, you know, through that crack in the door where he can't get through. And she's just screaming at him and he's just honking the horn at her. It's just so good. Um, and then he's just sat like dancing to jazz on the radio, you know, when he rams the doors open with the yes, truck. Yes, that so scene was awesome. That jazz <laughs> went perfect with it him because it's just chaotic. Yeah. I mean, who decided? I mean, probably Damien Leone. Probably like, I mean, what what can we put as the soundtrack over this scene? And he's like, jazz. And everyone's like, what? Jazz? And he's like, yeah, trust me, jazz. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, in my opinion, Art the Clown, the most terrifying clown ever to grace the screen. Um, even more than Pennywise and the Joker, in my Ooh, opinion. You are gonna you might cause some some controversy. Yeah. I mean that they're, they're my he's up there with my favorites, you know, but he is fucking scary. Um let's see. Oh, favorite scenes. Let's do favorite scenes then. What was your favorite scene? Hmm. The scene with the uh, with the mom or the crazy lady mom. I don't want to say crazy lady. Yeah, we've said you enough know. to get us cancelled. I know. <laughs> I'm like, uh, we're sorry. We're just dumb. We're not. <laughs> we're not hateful. We're just dumb. <laughs> but I liked the lady with the fake baby. Like he just rips her scalp off and like, oh god. Yeah, but whenever but, I mean, she's just trying to love him, you know, I already knew like he's not going to respond to that well. But I don't know just... that that scene where like she said like you know he's he finds she finds him and he's sat on the floor cradling a little doll, and she like says that thing about oh have mercy you know haven't you ever felt like a mother's touch and just that look that he gives her for a moment I was like oh no oh no what's going to happen now because I thought are they going to make him sympathetic? And I was like, please don't do that. Don't make him like have a thing about mum, mummy issues. You know? mm-hmm. And then he went along with it. And like, did he do like a, some fucking thing and let, let her cradle him or something? I can't yes. remember. And I was like, <laughs> Oh no, like, okay. But, but obviously we don't see the kill itself. The next yeah. scene we see, you know, it sets up the gag and this, this the scare uh, where he's, <laughs> he's like naked on the floor um disguised as her with her scalp yeah that's gotta be one of my favorite scenes that was like a (laughs) that was like a a saw 
surprise bitch. It was, wasn't it? It was very sore, that. Yeah, it's like, oh, surprise. He's the dead man's not, he's actually been there the whole time. He's been behind it. Spoiler for sore, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a great, like, a great scene that. It's just so scary as well when it like zooms in on her with like no scalp and no tits, and she's just like, "What does she say? I can't remember." I think she R- says, "Run, like, help me, or help, help or run." Um, but yeah, that's fucking. That's fucking. The, I keep going to say terrifying. I need to find a new word. Scary. <laughs> the scene where the um, the sister, the final girl sister, whatever, Victoria. when she's in the, when she's in the uh, chick's dressing room and she like gouges her eyes out. She's like, "Hee." <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. The start, isn't it? Yeah. I so like, I didn't understand. I don't. I still don't understand why she did that. But yeah. Well, there's. I mean, she's obviously fucked up from the experience well, yes, she had with yes. with art. But it's weird, actually. I mean, we'll discuss it more on the Terrifier Two episode. But basically, Terrifier Two opens up with that scene, or it kind of it jumps around the timeline. So because this movie starts with that, doesn't it? And then it ends with her coming out of uh, rehab or rehab, wherever she's been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of, I, I'm not sure whether he had this planned before going into Terrifier 2, but I think he sort of worked around the whole Victoria thing and incorporated it into Terrifier 2. But again, we'll, we'll go into that next episode. Um, my favourite scene, I've got a few. I really like the pizza place scene at the start, like where he's just, sat there staring at her from the other table mm-hmm. like it's just brilliant just the directing and the tension and just everything about that I love it it's it's iconic and the way that her friend is just like sat on his knee taking selfies and he is not taking his eyes off Tara oh. and it's so scary and he's just and that, the, these are some her. of the scenes that piss me off too because she's just standing there like there's no no way I'd be she like she wanted a pizza I don't care. Like, no. <laughs> Maybe it was really good pizza. Um, but it's so scary, that bit. And, like, that score in the background, I was like, oh, it's just haunting. I just love it. Um, and then she gets back, and she's like, what are you doing, like, going over there? And and the way she says, what, did you think he was going to hack me into little pieces or something? Ugh. It's like, well, later on, you just wait. You dumb bitch. <laughs> and then she looks at her phone, and she's like, you already have eight likes. <laughs> so funny and i love as well how once art sawed her in half he takes a selfie oh that part was brilliant i was like that's that's a good so good good. i just love the writing in this it's so good um and then when he gives her the gumball ring out of the machine i would never take that never ever never in my life and then i've got a note here that says that pizza looks so good because it did. I love a big slice of like pizza on a paper plate like that from a place like that. <laughs> oh, I know, me too. You can't beat it. I had, don't tell anybody, but I had gas station pizza the other day and it was so good. <laughs> I have, have no this... idea what that means. Oh, I guess. Okay, so gas stations here sell food. Um, yeah, we they don't sell hot food here, just like confectionery, candy bars, crisps. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like they yeah. they they sell like hot dogs and breakfast sandwiches and like all this stuff. Especially this one called QT. Um, they sell like hamburgers and you can like literally it's like a fast food restaurant in a gas station. 
So they sell like slices of pizza. And is it shameful to eat from a gas station? Is it like dirty, horrible oh, food? Yeah. It's oh like really? Greasy. It's like the greasy of the greasy. That sounds amazing. <laughs> but I just went to go get a uh, a fountain drink because I have this weird thing where I like to drink fountain drinks out of um, styrofoam cups. Okay. And uh, anyway, so I had some pizza and it was really good. I've always wanted to visit an American gas station for the Slurpee machines. Dude, that gas station I sent you the video of, uh, Bucky's. Yeah. So many flavors. Oh, you're going to have to so send me a flavors. video of them. It's like that scene in The Simpsons. Like, next, that's how I imagine it's I, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next time I'm at a Bucky's, I will send you a video. Awesome. Um, other scenes that I like. I really love the scene where Tara first runs into art. And, you know, when she's like coming out of the building and like mm-hmm. he's just there and the score just stops and it goes silent and it just stays on her shocked face. And then it cuts to art and he's just standing there absolutely still with that fucking scary smile. And then all of a sudden he just lunges at her and the jump scare score like hits in again. I was like, it's so good. I love it. There's no way I would have stood there. There's no way. There's... <laughs> um, what else have we got to talk about with this movie? Anything else you want to mention? Have we got, have we got low lights? Any low lights you want to talk about? Uh, the main low light I have is how dumb those girls were. Um, <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is I say all this stuff, right? It's part and parcel for a horror movie, though. That's what makes a mo- horror right. movie good. <laughs> the thing is, is I would do, I would probably do all the same things. You just, I'm, I'm sure you're just so full of fear that you just, you can't think logically. Yeah. Thankfully, I've never been that afraid or been in any situation where I had to like fight for my life. Thank God, knock on wood. But sometimes I'm just like, no, just get, just leave. Don't put yourself in that situation. <laughs> Men are just uh, the worst. Yeah, oh yeah, I agree. I am one. We are just the worst. Um, low lights for me. I mean, I have a hard time thinking about if there's anything that I don't like about this movie. I think it's a perfect indie horror movie. It's just so good. Ticks all the boxes for me. I love it. Um, should we do overall thoughts? You ready to yeah. wrap it up? Yeah, let's do it. Overall thoughts for me? I love it so much. It's fucked up. It's nasty. It's brutal. It's funny. It's scary. It's genuinely, genuinely creepy. And it's one of the best modern slasher films I've seen in a long time. And it's restored my faith in modern horror and its possibilities. And it's given birth to a new horror icon. And one of the best gore films ever made, in my humble opinion. And I'm not a gore hound at all. Oh, wait, Um, that is something I wanted to talk about. Just side note real quick. How can you not like Saw or any of those other movies? This movie was... There are some scenes that were just as bloody or maybe even like more terrifying than Saw movies. I don't know. It just hit different with this. Like I can really appreciate it in this. Like it it makes me wince and it it grosses me out and makes me a little queasy. Um, but not enough where I'm like, oh no, this is too much. I can't I can't stand to watch it. But like, yeah, I, it's way more. I mean, there are some saws that are, you know not nearly as bad as that 
I don't yeah, think I don't the, I think the original saw is probably even not as bloody as that one. I think I think what it is is art is the secret ingredient because there's a comedy in there and there's some levity to this that like keeps me in that frame of mind where it's like this is lighthearted. I think when I watch stuff like Hostel, it's just so depressing and just it's just torture put on. There's like not there's no levity to it at all. But with this, the tone of it is what is what makes it like okay for me. Do you know That's what so I mean? Funny, it's like it's... I see this as like a torture porn type of movie. Interesting. Well, I mean, I guess it kind of is the definition. I mean, there's a girl that literally is dangling upside down and gets sawed in half. I mean, it doesn't get much more torture porn than that, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Kevin's a big fan of that kind of stuff. Like, and you say he doesn't like this movie, right? He just thinks it's boring. He doesn't okay. like. That's pretty much it. But he's so, he's so desensitized. To but yeah, I guess you know the Saw films. If we're comparing like gore level and stuff like that, obviously there's way more of a story to the Saw films, and that's why he likes them. Um, this doesn't have a story it's literally just a slash movie which is why it's up my street i guess because it is simple um but yeah i would recommend this movie to gore hounds and slasher fans um but nobody else i think this is a, a very niche film it ticks all the boxes for me um and it is is rocketed up there with one of my favorites already like i i'm going to watch this multiple times a year i already have last year and every October, without fail, it's going to be a new spooky season staple for sure. Um, oh, that's another thing that I, I haven't mentioned that I wanted to. I love the Halloween vibes in this. Like, it really is autumn autumn vibes for me. Like, it gives me that feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gave me that feel too. Yeah, I love it. Um, what about you? I enjoyed it. I liked it. I will probably watch it again, you know, just put in my slash a rotation um definitely a creepy new icon was definitely born from this because i do see a lot of him now and it would be really cool if he could get into like the more mainstream stuff so like you get shirts like a hot topic <laughs> you can you, know? you can oh really i, se- I sent you one and said oh yes you hot did topic, didn't you? Can you please pick me this up <laughs> it's actually him on the floor holding the baby on the first movie that's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, art is getting bigger and bigger as the day goes by. And like, in my opinion, the hype is justified. Um, I'm very interested to see what you think about Terrified 2, because that's a very divisive film. It's a lot different than this one. Um, but in my opinion, I think the hype is justified. Like, do, do you agree? Like, Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I thought, I thought it was creepy enough and I thought it was like... Um, wasn't overhyped or anything like that because I mean, I mean obviously like the idea of a freaking silent mime clown thing holy crap <laughs> I mean I, I I worry now to overhype films for you because I always feel like when I do that like for example the menu I was like dude you gotta watch this it's amazing and then you were like nah it's shit but like, it's I feel not, like when it, it wasn't shit it was hilarious but <laughs> I just feel like when I do that, I'm like, I, I need to stop overhyping stuff because, um, yeah, I, I, that's when I have my best experiences with things. When it's when I don't, when I have no expectations, which is what I had for this, 
I had no expectations for this, no expectations for the menu. I actually go in thinking it's going to be something I don't like, and then it ends up being like something that I love. So I think that's the key there. <laughs> I think I would like to talk to you about the menu, though, because I've been seeing like theories about stuff that I didn't pick up on. So Okay, well... I've had a lot of people talking to me about the menu since I put my review on my Instagram. And I have said, like, you know, I mentioned to you, I I did intend to cover it on the pod. But when I saw that you didn't like it, I was like, well, I don't know if there's much point. Um, but maybe maybe we should do the menu. I'll, I'll put up a poll on our Instagram, right? I'll ask if people want us to talk about the menu. Because I think it could be a, a good episode. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe we should yeah, do I'm, it. I'm, I'm down. Okay. I, I'm definitely down. I mean, I've I do have a lot of things to say about it, and I do want to gush about it. Um, I just didn't want you hating on it. I know you're not like no, person. no. I didn't. I didn't hate it, and I'll explain. Like, I guess it's mainly because of what I've been watching lately, and I'll just leave yeah. it at that. Overkill. Yeah. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we will wrap things up with this episode now. Um, next episode. Obviously, we'll be talking about the sequel to this movie, Terrifier 2. Arguably the most talked about controversial uh, movie of last year. And also oh, my yeah, favorite. For sure. um, so, yeah, looking forward to discussing that one. Shout out to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Field Mouse, John, Nicole, Ryan, Vincent, Tom, Wade, Ash, and our show producer, Kyle. We love you all. Thank you so much for your continued support. Um, as always, you can find all of our links at horrorhomeschool.com, uh, links to all the platforms where you can listen to the show, our Patreon, which is bursting with extra bonus content. We've just released a new episode of our spin-off show, Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod. Uh, we know it's been almost a year since the last one. Uh, we promise that we will be more frequent in the future. Uh, we're not planning on having that as a yearly episode pod. Uh, we just need to get... <laughs> organized with some new special guests um, hey, let so us you, know if you have any creepy creepy stories yeah if you've had any paranormal experiences then get in touch we'd love to have you as a special guest on that or if you don't want to appear on the show that's fine just send in your stories and we can read them out um but yeah go and check out the patreon we've got loads of cool stuff on there now if you want more content from us it's there for you you only have to subscribe for one dollar a month and we've got loads of shit on there we're having a lot of fun on that and uh, we're going to be doing um the twilight zone as a new episode episode by episode thing we're going to be doing on there so that's going to be fun uh starting right from the very beginning in like was it the 50s when that show started i think so but yeah we're going to go right back and start from the beginning with that so that's going to be cool because i've never ever seen a single episode of that and it's one of ashley's favorites so it's going to be fun um yeah yeah on that uh, horrorhomeschool.com you can find our socials and our merch as well so go check out all that stuff personal social media stuff you can follow me on instagram at chris j wakefield and me underscore baberham lincoln underscore we will be back soon with another episode and remember he's probably going to kill you too